Is this heaven? No, it's a podcast. Welcome to the Field of Geeks podcast. episode 135 of the field of geeks podcast i'm josh i'm steve i'm megan how you guys doing good Good. got your mcdonald's breakfast in for the morning yes yes great thank you for the extra piece of food (laughs) once again this is brought to you by mcdonald's right i'm kidding they really should sponsor us we do eat them every every time but eat their eat their products it's cheap it's cheap but it's healthy no. No, not healthy. Of course not. But their breakfast has got to be a little better than their regular food. Yeah, that's probably why they went to When I have their hours. breakfast, I don't regret my life. <laughs> when I have a quarter pounder and fries, yeah. yeah. At the time I'm enjoying it immensely and 9 minutes later. Yeah. I'm trying to see if that support beam will right. support my weight when I hang myself. <laughs> Hello right? darkness man. <clears throat> exactly. <laughs> Well, we got a lot to talk about today. Mostly just trailers. Apparently an Iron Man statue in Italy. This artist made this sculpture and it's called the Man of Steel. So that'll piss off a lot of DC fans. I'm going to be the jerk. Sure. Is it of Iron Man himself or is it like a, like a, a Robert Downey Jr.? No, it's like? Iron Man. It's Iron Man oh, doing, okay. doing the okay. fist uh, punch to the ground with his leg out. Like the classic pose. Why are we doing this? Why are we making statues <laughs> of superheroes when we could maybe be making a statue of someone who's given a shit ton to like children's cancer or charities or, right. you know, just someone who maybe is more of, we have enough of that stuff. The key is you have to look badass doing it. So if the guy you gave to charity yeah. wore an Iron Man suit, I think it <laughs> Here's a theory. Do you think that the world is in such a turmoil place? I'm saying turmoil because I can't Well, say the yeah, word they're shape. looking for escapism in any any shape or so form. So they're they're yeah, they're looking into non non-fiction. Yeah, they're they want to live in another or world. Or fiction. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's a good point cuz yeah, look at how many people care about the MCU, especially with the Spider-Man yeah. uh, issue with Sony. But if people yeah, gave a shit yeah. about actual problems on the right. planet like they do right. Star Wars, The Last Jedi, yeah. or, you know, right. Yeah. This is bullshit. Then our, our world would be completely amazing, you know. Yeah, We just I know. don't see enough of that in the real world of people giving a shit. And if they are out there, which they are, we're not putting them on the front page of anything. No, because so it doesn't sell. Yeah, so we don't have And that's why they need to wear costumes. Exactly. Because that's what we like. Exactly. We like the Flash. We like a cape. Something mysterious. So. A weapon, if you will. Not a real weapon. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh... Like a sword. Like a sword. <laughs> I'm, I'm seeing this now right now. Josh is not a true superhero. No. <laughs> He's the a uh, villain in the making. <laughs> yes, yes. I totally get it. There's probably a lot of people who... Made a difference, and they're walking by that statue right now. Like, where is it? Is it located yeah. in like a main square somewhere? I think it's by the Olive Garden. It's on top of the Vatican. Yeah, <laughs> it's in the Pope's bedroom. The Pope, the, <laughs> the Pope blessed it. Right, his opening ceremony. 
the next thing you know, we're going to be replacing the heads of Mount Rushmore with superheroes. Oh, God. <laughs> no, they can just put masks on them. Oh, there we go. Abe Lincoln in a Batman mask. With his hipster beard. Yeah. Maybe they'll shave it off. <laughs> He's the only one with one of those beards that I don't want to punch repeatedly. He pulled it off. He pulled yeah. it off. Without the mustache. Yeah, he pulled but it off. But there's a difference between just like a regular beard and a hipster beard. Yeah. I'll work on mine for you. Please. Yeah. Right it wasn't scratchy enough, actually. <laughs> the braid's weird, but, <laughs> but you know, whatever. If you could select anybody to have a statue of, what would it be? Mother Teresa? In a superhero outfit? Bill Gates? Princess Diana? Princess Diana. No Jason Momoa statue for Megan, apparently. That's okay. She already has something of Jason Momoa's. <laughs> I wish I did. Idolized. I wish I did. The fork from... Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, the West. trident. Yeah, well, You took that away from us, so I don't even know where that is. So it's know. from that cafe he went to here. Uh, Waveland Cafe. Oh. She has this Great fork. food. I wish. It's got, a, it's got a thread of hair in it. That's good to save that piece of hair for when cloning technology becomes very cheap. Yeah, it's going to be like a 3D printer. Everybody will have it. <laughs> Everybody will have it. Right. We'll live on. If he comes we'll back to clones. Iowa, maybe I'll just there you go. be that. Weird person who shows up. <laughs> Why not, right? I'm sure there's a line of people. Yeah. yeah you think you're going to be the only one there. There's going to be like 15 women yeah. with binoculars and, you know, <laughs> face paint and camos, you know. I do like when, like, actors who've made a big actually come back to their roots, you know. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, not all of them like where they came from. You know, like Momoa, he's definitely. Yeah. He goes to all the sites here. It's yeah. really cool. And the play on the cornfields. So he, there's a shot of him on either side. It's just cornfields, and he he refers to that as it's you know kind of the the oceans of Iowa. I think is what he said, and I just feel like that's in some way an inaccurate description of what we are now because we've developed so much, and a lot of that doesn't exist unless you get into like the more southern parts of Iowa, the more northern parts of Iowa. Right. Like, within the metro, the metro is growing so extensively. Like, that's not really a Should he have said the oceans of Norwalk? He said the oceans of Iowa. Right, but they were in Norwalk, though, weren't they? So, to be fair, you go to Des Moines, you're not going to see any cornfields. Well, and even... So, I grew up in Norwalk, and when I was growing up, our backyard was a cornfield, but now that doesn't exist. Mm -hmm. It is literally all development. And I know... I remember because the guy who owned those cornfields, his name was Farmer John. And so there was, a bunch, there was a bunch of us kids who would play in his cornfield <laughs> and he'd get pissed off that we were there and yell at us. Go on, get. Right. So <laughs> now that doesn't exist. Like, it's all housing back there. Yeah. And off to the side is housing. So even Norwalk is, like, expanding outward. He's just trying to be poetic. It, it worked. He was like, yeah, man. Well, you know, you know it, Iowa. but to be fair, if you spend any time outside of a metro mm. area in Iowa. True. It is nothing. You know, I mean, I grew up in southwest Iowa where, you know, I worked on a farm mm-hmm. all through high school and, you know, everything is still there like that. And I just didn't want the outside world to assume that that is and, and you're right. have that going against us. You're right, because the perception... We're trying to bring more things here. Right. Oh, yeah, we've got a lot of great things like coming here to visit and stuff when i was working at a large financial institution and was in new york city and they said oh you're from iowa wow you guys have that's potatoes right i'm like that's idaho there's no dirt on your shoes i know i'm I'm like we actually have and i said this i said we actually have paved roads and cars (laughs) it's unreal (laughs) 
We just got him. Yeah. <laughs> and then they understand that I'm being a sarcastic a-hole, and then they yeah. just change the conversation, so it's good. Oh, my God. That's not very Iowa nice of you, Steve. <laughs> I don't subscribe to that at all. <laughs> You're like, we just got Tuckers, and I think they're going to really take off. Hey, you. Yes, I'm talking to you. Thanks for listening to Field of Geeks podcast. Like to remind you to please check us out on all social media and most streaming and download platforms. Fieldofgeeks.com. Back to the show. I don't know if you guys are Tomb Raider fans. Yes, the the most recent one, the one that looks like um, what's her what's her name? Help me out. She's married to Michael Fassbender. Oh yeah, what's Alicia Vikander. Yeah, she, yes, I mean she she actually looks like mm. her in the game. So. Well, the remake was based off the 2013 rebooted game, which I, I never played it. I did. It was pretty good. Excellent. Yeah, so I'm sure this game has a lot of similarities to it. And it kind of had, like, uh, mixed reception. It made a lot of money overseas. Yeah. It made its budget back. So a lot of people were shocked it's getting a sequel when other movies have not been so lucky. Judge Dredd. Urban then, Dredd. Yeah. Oh, man, that's a good one. Even the Power Rangers one was good. And they're rebooting that again. It's like, that's just stupid. And then, um, is it Alita? Battle Angel? Yeah. Didn't they just do that? Yeah, but I don't think there's going to be a sequel. It mm. doesn't have Which is too chance. bad because I, I enjoyed it. It's yes, not on video now. <laughs> I'm sorry. That, that's that's still a phrase. Sorry. Yeah, it's still a phrase. <laughs> out on Blu-ray. I'm so old. Hey, I still like home video. Yeah, let's go to Blockbuster. <laughs> we got a family Will you drive me there, honey, so I can get my prescriptions on the way? Sure. Thank you. You're so nice. You're welcome. <laughs> But yeah, so they're making a sequel, and yeah, to be fair, the first one opened up against Black Panther, so it got buried, you yeah. know, here in the States at least. Of course, we had the Angelina Jolie ones in the early 2000s. I, I liked the first one back then. It doesn't hold up too well. No, though, I mean, that time frame, the movies really don't hold up that great. That's true. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, at the time, it was a big deal. Did you enjoy them at the time? I enjoyed the first one at the time. Yeah, second one got a little goofy when she punched the shark. <laughs> Second one and it was, was goofy. Terrible effects. Yeah. Second one would it felt like more of a nineties film in the cheesiness factor. That's a big cast though. Like Daniel yeah. Craig was in the first one and then Gerard Butler was in the second one. Yep. So yeah. it's before they hit it big. I don't know if you guys are familiar with the show Free Fire. Amy Jump is a scriptwriter for that. She's writing a script for the second one and her husband's gonna direct it. He also directed Free Fire. So I'm not really sure what that direction's gonna be like. It's a different director this time. Sadly, they were expecting it to bomb. Most people are anyway, because it's opening up against a Marvel film again. Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Mm. Is it the same actress? Yes. Okay. Yeah, she's back. Um, cool. I heard the first one was pretty good, and it's uh, it's on my watch list. I don't know why I never saw it. I mean, I enjoyed all the games. You know, it was I mean, probably also the marketing, you know, how yeah. you know, people weren't, maybe weren't aware of it. Are you excited about the sequel? Of course, you haven't seen the first one. Yeah, I mean... Uh, I haven't either. I, I need to do I need that. to see the first one, and determine my excitement level from there i'm excited for her because i like to see her more roles especially like big blockbuster roles right she's a striking actress no question (laughs) do you own the original films i own the first one um on regular dvd i believe yeah first was obviously the best but it does not hold up the three make underperformed compared to that one. Yeah. Which maybe because Angelina Jolie. Well, that's just it. Angelina Jolie was the name, you know. I yeah. Mean, she drove the attendance to that. Yeah, she did. And what? she did her own stunts and stuff. So it's kind of a big thing back then. It's kind of an odd tonal movie looking back. Yeah. You know, just early 2000s popcorn movie pretty much. And we'll see what the sequel brings. It's. It's supposed to come out March, I believe, 2020. And Stay tuned. Yes. 
speaking of trailers, Birds of Prey teaser came out, and it is really a teaser. I read something on the internet saying like they were gonna they're gonna have a bigger version in theaters with the It Chapter Two movie. Uh huh. But Joey said it was like the same length, so mm. it ended up being just exactly what we saw on the internet. Is there a correlation between that? Because I did see how they opened it up with the red balloons, and I really Warner loved Brothers. That. That's okay. pretty much it. That's you know, it. the only relation, yeah, because they have a big movie, you know, and coming then out. She makes that comment about that was pretty cool, yeah. I thought. And the last bloom popped, covering mm-hmm. up the F bomb. Yeah, are you guys excited to see Harley Quinn again? Especially uh Margot Robbie. Like I she's love probably her. the highlight of Suicide Squad, I'd yes, say. Yes, and I love her and I think she's a phenomenal actress, so I will definitely go and, and see that. She does a really good job. Yeah, everything she's else is so flashy. And so she can just pull all of these accents off like she's no super problem. young too. Mm-hmm. She's I don't know, mid twenties, mm-hmm. maybe. That's mm-hmm. crazy. She's okay. unreal. You probably weren't a huge Suicide Squad fan, were you? Um, I didn't like it, but I didn't hate it. it I was mean, an enjoyable. Mess. It was enjoyable, <laughs> yeah. but you know, it wasn't anything. I walked out of thinking that really changed my life. And I know? waited to see it until it came out on DVD, and I was on I'm video. glad I yeah on video mm-hmm. yeah. And the I'm, extended cut's better. It's a little I bit better. I think I saw that. There's an additional scene with her like tracking down the joker and then he actually like takes her to the yeah there's but I that still, I'm kind of ridiculous though yeah because i don't know that i would have liked it in theaters it, i didn't really like it watching it at home so it was just cut <laughs> well we've said this before it's cut it was cut by a trailer company so um, yeah you're watching a scene and then all of a sudden they interject something else and then there's it was like a, lot, a big long music, music video and yeah, yeah. yeah. kind of like getting shot with heroin or something yeah they tried know. to be way too stylish with it which was yeah. a mistake and mm-hmm. Killer Croc looks stupid. And, but oh, you didn't like his look. I didn't. But at yeah. the same time, um, she was an absolute standout mm-hmm. in the movie. And I'm excited to see it. I mean, the Birds of Prey comic, mm-hmm. they're excellent. You yeah. know? And so I think it's very exciting. Birds of Prey, doesn't it focus on... Um... Batgirl, mm-hmm. The Huntress, Black Canary, and um, off and on Harley Quinn. Gotcha. And is she with the group or is she against the group? Mm, there's both. Kind of both. There's been times, yeah. That's why she's cool in the DC universe and the comics, mm-hmm. because she she floats that line between, you know, total a hole bad person, and mm-hmm. and then she'll do something good, and mm-hmm. probably won't have Batgirl in this one, unless she's at the end or something, because they haven't had a big casting announcement or anything. You know, I would really like to have play Batgirl Emma Stone. I think would yeah. make a great Batgirl. Yeah, it doesn't look like they're going to be doing that. It looks really dark and gritty from the teaser we saw. Is there any speculation on who they might cast for that? Uh, Or nothing. Kristen Stewart one time was in the... But that's not going to happen now. They can't have Robert Pattinson playing Batman. And have her be Batgirl. (laughs) They're like, wow, there's a lot of tension here. It's going to be a lot of sparkles and... Oh, God. Yeah. Glitter. Can't do that again. Flying through trees and shit. I see that the DC world would tear that apart. A lot of people want her to be Catwoman now just because of that dynamic. But it's like, yeah... He had his heart broken, probably, so not to defend him, but I'd be hard. Like, yeah, let me act against this. Hmm. My ex-lover. I don't know. Come up with a list of people that yeah. we should put that out as a poll. Who should play? I yeah. don't know about Emma Stone. Really? I mean, yeah, maybe she's very comedic, though. To me, I, I don't. Well, Batgirl's kind of. She's a lighter character than yeah, Batman. She's you not... know, there've been uh... there've been worse females casted, I guess. So. Well, you know, bring back Alicia Silverstone. There's been several Batgirls. Yeah. Barbara Gordon, Cassandra Kane, and Stephanie Brown. Yes. And you have Batwoman coming out for the CW. So Which I'm excited for that. That looks really cool. I like the costume. I'm nervous about the whole team dynamic if she's gonna have a team. Because that seems to be the CW's thing. Like everyone's gonna yeah. have a team. 
But I don't think the Flash is that in the comics at all. Um, kind of the Flash family, yeah, it's There's a big a Flash. deal. Okay. Yeah. Especially so in the '90s, you know. I mean, you had yeah. Jay Garrick as the older Flash, mentoring Wally West. Barry Allen was dead in the storyline. Oh, right. But then you had Bart Allen, who was Impulse, was like the younger dude. Really? Um, yeah. I mean, so it's always been a big deal. I guess I thought that was a CW move. Unfortunately, I don't know the comics too well. That's why we have Steve. Yes, that is true. That's true. But, you know, I mean, it's tough to make a solo person TV show that isn't ongoing. I know. Yeah. You know, you true. need you need a larger dynamic than that. That's why I'm a miniseries fan more than anything. Like, just, yeah. just give me 10 episodes a season or something. Mm-hmm. You know, if you want to keep Well, keep right. Going. Like Netflix and Punisher. And, you know, yeah. I mean, you know, if they were doing an, a regular episodic network tv show that's 20 22 episodes a season that's just it'd have much. to be something like the defenders because then yeah. you have enough characters mm. to be able to balance through right and there'd just be so much filler and right. stuff yeah i just like to keep a story going being consistent black mask where's his damn mask mm. like and i don't know the comics again all i know of him is he's always wearing a black mask and he's very scary but now you got uh, ewan mcgregor with sunglasses on laughing looks like a music producer or something i'm like Anyone I, with a with a name and they're playing a villain, I know they're not going to wear the mask. I know, they're and I hate that. I so hate that, and that's why I applaud Carl uh, Urban. He's a big actor, but he's not like Ewan McGregor, probably. But in Dread, he mm-hmm. never takes that mask off. He never takes the helmet off. Right, and that I just I appreciate that more. But I, I get it. Like Kylo Ren, face. you know, he'll wear it once or twice yeah. in Star Wars, and then all of a sudden it's off, and he's being an emo. Why are you wearing a mask again? <laughs> Hey. No. Uh oh. I know she likes emos. It's weird. No, I don't like emos. <laughs> I just like Adam Driver. I think he was a good choice for that. He was an uh, he was an awesome choice. Space Speaking emo. of which, he uh, the Arl Knots YouTube channel has a Kylo Ren reacts video to the new trailer. <laughs> hilarious. Is it him hitting the wall with his lightsaber? He didn't do it in this one. Oh, okay. but uh, it was great. <laughs> I would recommend that. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, that's my only complaint. And I'm sure, I think I've seen a set photo of him in the mask, so we'll get there. But maybe it's an origin tell. I don't know if he's disfigured, if that's why he wears it. But yeah, that's the problem with big actors. Like Iron Man now. Like that whole nano thing takes me out of believing in what I'm seeing. Just them, their helmets disappearing like mm-hmm. pixie dust. I don't buy it. Still don't yeah. buy it. And I loved Endgame and the other films, but I just. Uh, it just takes me out. I hate that. It's like, you need to get, I don't know. I just like the helmets. Or have it open up, you know? Show his damn face like that. Like they did in the first one. Yeah, yeah. Do that. But I'm just not big into the nanotech. You know, it just seems kind of, it's all fake. But, you know, it, it really, <laughs> but it really does, it takes you out of the realism, I guess. I'm when CGI is easier to use than costumes. Right. They'll do stuff like yeah. that. You know, so, I mean, but I, I mean, I, I get where you're coming yeah. from. And I know we've, uh, you know, Warner Brothers DC slate hasn't been smooth sailing, and it seems like they've recovered lately. What's mm-hmm. your thoughts on the whole, where they're at right now with their films? Are, are you liking the direction? Shazam was a good pick me up. Mm-hmm. You know, Pattinson's now signed on for three Batman films. I think he's going to do great. I think he's going to do phenomenal. Yeah. I really do. I remember I- sitting here. I don't even know how many months ago. And I remember we were having this conversation and we were just like, DC's dead. They they can't recover. There's nothing that they can do. I remember saying that. I'm not saying you guys are yeah. saying that. I just remember being like, I don't know. I don't know how they're going to. 
I always remember being optimistic. I was it pissed at look. their decision to just panic and totally see Warner Brothers panics. And yeah. so until they can get out of that and just let themselves slowly organically build their universe, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like what they're doing, the Wonder Woman is great. Mm-hmm. You know, Justice League was Justice League. Great parts, bad parts. You know, I mean, it was just but at the same time, they if they just slow down do their thing and take it for what it is. They don't have to race Marvel. No. And you know, shouldn't. Marvel, yeah, they shouldn't. You know, it was 20 plus films that got Marvel to this point. Sure. And they took their time and they let it grow organically. Right. You know, I mean, if you can't just do that in six, seven films. Mm-hmm. And look sure. at it this way. I mean, as Marvel's now starting to build all of their sub-universes. Expanded yes. stuff, right? Yeah. They're going to take a back seat for a little bit. This is now the time for DC to grow. And now mm-hmm. they can have the front seat. Yeah. If they would have done it. And I think I agree with you. They're kind of in a good spot right now where they're really starting to baseline themselves. I did applaud DC for trying to make the stakes higher, I would say. Like, yeah, you could say it wasn't fun. It was just very dark and dreary, you know. But I do applaud them from tonally. They did something mm-hmm. different. They just felt like there's stakes. You weren't going to get a happy ending. People were going to die. See, and I'm a fan of that. Yeah. You know, I really am. I mean, what I hate is when, you know, someone says, hey, man, I saw Avengers. It was really funny. Yeah. You know what? Shut up. Yeah. And and take your oily hipster beard and get the hell out of my face. No, I'm just kidding. I Um, shaved that, (laughs) to be fair. Yeah. And uh, no, but if I want to see a comedy... I watch a comedy, mm-hmm. you know, and I don't mind humor interjected here and there. Sure, but you know, look at look at Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was nothing but a buddy comedy. That's not the characters. Neither Thor or Hulk are comedic characters like in the comics, and they never had been. You know, right? Yeah, and and they were reduced to almost a sitcom. You know, and mm-hmm. and so for me, that was tough. And I'm not gonna be a total elitist there was a lot of stuff about Ragnarok I did like yeah you same know year, um, same year. it's it's a fun movie and yeah. it's got a lot of 80s nostalgia right it, you know I yeah, just I yeah I, I don't saying. like the you know I, I like having Batman is not a jokey character no. you know Batman is someone who is completely revenge driven and he wasn't until the the Frankenstein uh, version of Justice League right you know when he's like I'm bleeding I, uh, he's like, I do not not like you. Like, why? Who wrote this? Well, uh-huh. Obviously, Joss Whedon probably wrote it. <laughs> right. No, I totally get what you're saying. And I think, I think for Thor, to defend it a little bit, I guess, they were probably going for broke because there wasn't a big attention for the first two, maybe. Mm-hmm. And the other thing is they discovered Hemsworth was funny because he did the, he was probably the highlight of that Ghostbusters reboot. Yeah. So they're like, let's use that. And they changed the character. It's great it was a success, but... Sadly, since it was a success, more of that probably. So this right. next Thor, I mean, yeah, we got mm-hmm. Fat Thor, and he was comedic, and mm-hmm. I enjoyed it though, just to see a character who's like, you know, he's like a perfect physique, and all of a sudden but he's I like me. I don't want to see Batman that way ever because I agree yeah. with you. That is not. Oh no, I get it. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. So to to take that direction would be that that would be wrong. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. think anybody would want to see that at all cuz that's just not who he is. Right. And they nailed Wonder Woman. She's this optimistic, idealistic, out of place mm-hmm. royal character and who is also at the same time pretty much a badass. Mm-hmm. 
You know, I mean, they completely nailed that, you know. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Shazam, they didn't necessarily nail all the way, but they got pretty close. Yeah. You know, the budget wasn't as big. So right. Yeah, and that, that film okay. did pretty well. It was yeah. great. And yeah. honestly, I think they nailed it for a cinematic version mm-hmm. of it. Because yeah. not everything translates. I like a darker universe because to me it provides va- balance. I already know what I'm going to get with a Marvel film. You know, I'm going to laugh half the time and I'm going to be like, oh, cool, that looks sweet half the time. And the other time I'm going to be like, yeah, Thor would never do that. I agree with yeah. you. Thanks. Oh, my gosh. And we got it recorded. It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> For the first forever. time ever. Yeah, right, right, right. But, you know, like back when Dark Knight was a success, they're like, oh, we're going to make Superman dark. Like, I was against that. I was forgiving with the Man of Steel because I thought it was interesting. If they're sharing the same movie. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's got to be that way. I think it would have been more interesting. Make these movies different, like. Superman's more flashy with color, and then you got the Batman. But then when they collide, I think artistically it would have been kind of cool to have Metropolis like look totally different than Gotham. Just which it does in the comics. Yes, yeah, and they're now across from each other, which I'm okay with that. That's fine. I think that would have been really interesting yeah. to make it just crisp, you know, clean. And then you go to Gotham, and it's like a shithole kind of, mm-hmm. you know, right? But. Yeah, with with this new direction, it'll be very interesting. I mean, I'm happy uh, they have success. You can't yeah. you can't deny that. Yeah. Uh, Wonder Woman was a huge success. If we didn't have that, it would have been a lot harder to take Justice League for what it was. Mm-hmm. You know, it, that's why I never really was like, ah, oh, it's just it's going to the shitter because I was like, well, they have Wonder Woman, and then they had Aquaman success, mm-hmm. and then Shazam. I think was a moderate success. Yeah, I just bought Shazam on video. Ooh, can you splice um, her saying I agree? Like after everything I say, yes, I, I can do that. That'd be great. I can do that. Thank you. Can I get a clear? I agree. Just, yeah. Go ahead. Action. I agree. Sweet. You got beautiful. It, Steve. Done. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. It's a lot of editing, but it'd be worth it. Yeah. I think Megan should never do another podcast with us again. That's where you insert in her. I agree. Right after I, agree. I say that. I'm totally kidding. Of course. I agree. Just take out what she said and just say I agree. <laughs> All right. Get into our next trailer. Bad boys for life. Bad boys. Bad boys. What you gonna do? What you gonna do when they come for Steve? (laughs) (laughs) It's been 16 years since we last saw these guys. Mike, Larry, and Marcus Burnett. First Bad Boys came out in 95, and the Uh second one came out in 03, which Uh is crazy. You're a big fan. Steve has not seen these. Yeah, We will have a special commentary on one of these Bad Boys films, I think. I vote to um, vote Steve out of the Big Brother house. Okay. Since okay. you tried to Cheapers. vote me off, I'm going to vote you I said off. I was kidding, though. Yeah, but I'm not. I know. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> um, I'm excited. I know they had talked about this for a really long time, that the three was coming. And then they didn't come out, and it didn't come out, and it didn't come out, just because the whole Marvel Universe was... Yeah. Coming about, and they didn't want to compete with that, and I guess I understood that. So now it's here, and I know they retitled it, so it's Bad Boys for Life. I think it was just going to be Bad Boys Three. Now, do you like it. the For Life, or do you I, I prefer do. Three? Okay. I do. I feel like it gives it that extra g- gangster vibe. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're going to call it Bad Boys for Life. <laughs> I, I like that. Saying. That's what people say. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, for life. For life. Yeah, the opening shot in that uh, trailer. That's like that the perfect hilarious. setting for a Bad Boys film. It's hilarious. Like that's, Will but Smith, that's the dynamic between yeah. the two of them. Will Smith is like all sexy and smooth, and then Martin Lawrence is just like, boom, at the door. <laughs> He's like, yeah, you could probably buff that out. That was funny. Just open up to a fire hydrant. Yep. Mike Larry, 
he inherited money. And so he always drives first cop car. First movie had a Porsche because what cop doesn't. Right. And the second one, he had a Ferrari, which they addressed how ridiculous that is in the second one. Because when it gets all damaged, he's on the phone with them. He's like, it's going to cost $20,000 to repair a fender. And, you know, it's just kind of like an inside joke. Like, this is ridiculous. Like, nobody would drive this. So now he's got, I think he's got a Ferrari again. But it's just hilarious how that's their cop car. Will Smith looks just like he did. Martin Lawrence does not. No. Holy shit. I wasn't going to mention it, Mm. but I'm glad you said it. He just looks like they just woke him up like, hey, you want to you want to shoot this movie? Act? Do you want to be in this movie? <laughs> he's just so out of shape. It's crazy. Yeah, but he's, he's definitely they'll probably play with it. He's the only one that's really showing any age. But his humor is still spot on. It's yeah. Still there. And yeah. the writing from, I mean, the little bit that I saw, I mean, it's still in line with the the original and then the second. So. Mm-hmm. And then they have their um, captain. Joe, uh, yeah, he's how do you say his last name? Pantiolano? I don't know. It's God, weird. He's old though. If you look at him, from the he first looks old one. in the trailer. I think it's the mustache. He has Is a mustache it? now. But yeah, there's that scene where he's talking to yeah. Will Smith. And I'm like, oh my god, he looks so old. But I'm like, it's been a long time. Mm-hmm. Like these movies are taking place yeah. over mm-hmm. many years. For those who don't know, he played the pimp in Risky Business. He was in the Matrix films. It looks pretty good. I like the second one. It just was too long. The second one just felt like it had like two endings. So it was just mm-hmm. like, all right, all right, we're going to Cuba now. What the hell's going on? And we're going to drive through all these houses. And the first one was like 90 minutes, I think, to two hours. And true, in, in its true 90s fashion. Yeah. Looks like uh, Martin Lawrence's character is ready to retire, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. I think he had to be begged to come back for the one last case, which I don't know what the hell that's going to be. You're familiar with his sister, right? From the second one, Gabrielle Union. Yeah. She's actually in an L.A. Finest. It's a spinoff. Oh. It's a television. Yeah. Her character's in it with uh, Jessica Alba. Yeah. You didn't know about it? No. See, I don't know if it's getting a second season, but it's on um, Spectrum. I don't know what that is. I don't know what that is. It's probably why I don't know about it. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, Jerry Bruckheimer is producing Bad Boys for Life, and he Mm -hmm. also produced Mm -hmm. this spinoff show. And I was just looking at how many episodes it had because I was just curious if it, was, if it got a season two. Right. I, I haven't seen it. I'm not really interested in seeing it, but I did find it intriguing that a lot of the episode titles are actually Jerry Bruckheimer films. Jerry oh, did the Pirates yes. as well, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the titles I found were Con Air, Deja Vu. These are all movies he produced. I'm not kidding. Dead Man Tell, Tell No Tales. Right. Pirates. Dangerous Minds. Enemy of the State and Armageddon. Those are just some of the episode titles. Interesting. I was just like, wow, they just really didn't... They're like, hey, yeah. Jerry, let's just uh, grab your title. I think it's kind of interesting how they did that, but I don't know if the show is any good. So I'm just saying, if you want more Bad Boys, there you go. Here's your spinoff. So Lore yeah. building. Yes. Have you ever yes. seen the movie Hot Fuzz? I love bringing this up. I love Ooh. Hot Fuzz. Yeah, and so you know a little bit about oh. um, Bad Boys. And they're like, oh, you've never seen Bad Boys. Have you seen Hot Fuzz? Uh-uh. You guys, you guys so see Hot Fuzz. You guys see Shaun of the Dead, Hot line, Fuzz. Though, don't they in Hot Fuzz? They say Bad Boys for life. I think they use that. Mm, maybe they do. I'm not I'll sure. Because that's that. been used in the other films. Obviously, huh. this was before Bad Boys for Life. But I think right. they say that. But you know what the last episode for season one is titled? What? Bad Girls. Life, no, she's just bad girls. So. <laughs> it's a bad strip girl, club episode. I don't know. Joker final trailer came out. Yeah, we excited. Very Are we less excited than the first trailer, or more excited. I'm, what are your I'm thoughts? more excited. Yeah. I was a skeptic, if you recall. I just thought, uh, 
But I feel like this is going to be a big win. I think so, too. Yeah. Yeah, this is going to be awesome. I mean, I don't know. I like the... I hesitate to say low budget, but I like the feel. Yes. Uh, and the look of the film. It's got that grungy, darker... It also looks rich, you know, like in, in the, the way it's shot. Yes. The yeah. colors, um, the I'm style. in terms of... Um, how he became what right he became. the origin Your is true. yeah and it, it's really building up to him going through so much crap that you know he's going to totally lose his mind mm-hmm. you know and mm-hmm. i love every second of that i agree yeah and it's weird it's got like an uplifting like the the score of the movie you know it's yeah. towards the end of the trailer it's it's got like an uplifting like he's running down the hall He's got, it's like an uplifting, like, it feels like a Patch Adams movie or something, you know? It's like an what's, evil Patch Adams. What's the rating on it? Is it Rated R. Is it's it? R, yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, I got an eight-minute standing ovation at the Venice premiere. So that's that's pretty special, unless they do that for every movie. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Well, they also put up uh, Statues of Iron Man in Italy. Yes. So. Yeah, they wheeled those out, right? <laughs> I'm not sure I Joker's take stock. Next. Joker's next. Yeah. yeah. I think it really does capture how hard it is to become a comedian, like, especially when... His character so wants to be known mm-hmm. and uh, adored, and Robert De Niro's character is—he's like, like a Johnny Carson talk like show talk guy. show host, yeah. and basically Arthur is the butt of the jokes. The scene of him laughing when he's like putting his shirt on—it almost looks like it's like a performance in a way, even though he doesn't really think he's laughing. Joker's laugh is always been defined as creepy and just kind of a disturbing it's supposed to be yeah right i'm I'm praising it for that i'm praising it for that but it felt like it just came out of nowhere like it felt like maybe at first it was a performance and then he just kind of fell into this is me and i'm actually enjoying this and this is my real laugh and even though it sounds kind of weird fake or whatever yeah um, it looks like his mom, his mom isn't well, which I, I think I, I think a lot of people predicted. Uh, there's that scene she's in the hospital bed, and uh, you know I, I imagine it might be her death in Gotham society in general that probably makes him finally turn. I hate to say it, but I really think I really think he's the son of Thomas Wayne. It looks like it's going that way, so that means Batman and Joker are brothers. Well, that well, that uh, if make they do mad. that, I will be pissed. You'll off. be pissed off. That yeah. doesn't need to happen. It's not, not necessary. And it's not in the comics. Right? No, not at all. Well, that's the thing, though. This is not going to be an original right. story. This is going to be its own thing. It's a one-off. Right. It's a one-off. So, oh, yeah. His mom's name's Martha. <laughs> Martha. Um, the movie reflects some old movies I found. Uh, the King. I never did see this one. The King of Comedy. I've heard a lot of comparisons to that film. And Taxi Driver. I've seen that one. And I, I definitely see the turn there. Because I think that's how Taxi Driver is. It's like he starts out kind of like a normal dude. And then he uh, gets becomes psycho because of society and the way things are. Right. A lot of Scorsese vibe. And he's also producing this film. So it's kind of like a tribute to him. Uh, Todd Phillips, who directed The Hangover, he's doing this film. Which you never thought the guy who did The Hangover trilogy <laughs> would do a Joker <laughs> movie. Right. But Joaquin Phoenix, of course, he yeah, I'm sure he'll get a nomination. Oh yeah, he's really channeling ledger but it's more it's i don't know it's something different it is it's like um will smith is the genie you know Mm -hmm. i mean you can see the tribute but it's still his own yeah you know i think it's gonna be very similar to that but sure and it's weird because the skyline of gotham that train 
it looks like Batman Begins almost yeah. like they could they could exist in the same world. It's right. not going to be that way. But this takes place in the seventies. Joker appears to start a movement in the film. There's like a sign, like a protest sign that says we are all clowns, and he got the clown mask. Yeah, which you see that dude in the taxi cab wearing. So I'm like, what's that all about? That's so so weird. Like, what came first? Was it the Joker or was it the mask? And then kind of just merged them. But I did notice the paper headline, the newspaper headline he was reading. It said. Um, latest news on the murders and it had that clown on the cover with the teeth so it's like i wonder if he's already starting to kill or if that if he's building up to that that point but the whole thomas wayne to keep showing him um and uh he's played by brett cullen who was in dark knight rises he was the senator or congressman kidnapped by uh catwoman mm-hmm. he's at the bar and stuff so it's kind of funny how he's, yeah. he's now thomas wayne Maybe Joker isn't his son, but there's like a connection there. Joker's observing him a lot. And of course, there's that scene where he's like, uh, you think this is funny, Thomas Wayne? And he just yeah. punches the Joker. <laughs> That's kind of cool to see. It's a different side of Thomas Wayne. And mm-hmm. I, I hopefully it's a good side. I don't know. But then there's that weird uh, Charlie Chaplin film festival thing. Mm-hmm. I guess that's Wayne Hall. Modern Times is the movie they're showing there. It depicts Great Depression era economic hardships. I guess they're kind of saying Charlie Chaplin inspired the Joker as well. Of course, Zazie Beetz is the love interest who played Domino in Deadpool 2. Oh, yeah. So that's that's very interesting. So, yeah, Joker has a lady. It's not Harley Quinn this time. Since it's a one-off movie, I know we've seen the Waynes killed a million times. But if Thomas yeah. Wayne is still alive at the end, I think it would be kind of clever to just show maybe them exit the theater, turn the corner, go down the alley, and then credits mm. like you don't see it but to me it looks like that, thomas yeah. wayne punches him right pisses him off and maybe he's like this is the guy i'm gonna go after eventually and so at the end you don't see it but maybe that'd be an interesting ending yeah you don't see him die you right. just see them go down just the see him go alley. fade yeah. to black credits you guys are all for this one-off movie yeah very much so would you like dc to do more in the future one-offs confuse people if they're trying to do a universe i think it's going to confuse people if they're going to be trying to establish a universe on one section and then another doing something right yeah you think they should just pick what they're gonna do pick what they're gonna do (laughs) yeah that does set them apart from marvel sets them apart but at the same time audiences aren't yeah clearly audiences are very stupid you still have leto in the mix possibly coming back as joker we don't know can there be two Jokers? Can people understand I that? I would have liked to have we seen him fleshed that, out but... more. You know, yeah. I didn't get enough of him in Suicide Squad to say, awesome choice, terrible choice. I right. wanted to see more past that. I agree. I had heard that they had shot more scenes. They did. They shot a lot they more. cut a lot of yeah. that out. They just kept so. making mistakes after mistakes right. in that film. Yeah. It was just like a big miss. Because, you know, you have the Pattinson one where mm-hmm. he's starting out, I think, as Batman, maybe. Or he's... He's a younger Batman. Yes. Right? So yeah. it's like, are you going to have Joker in this one? Can you have Joker? So then Joker would have to be younger. And Walking Phoenix is not a very and this, young actor. And they'll be set in different times. Yeah. Unless we get surprised, because it's a noir piece, we get surprised and it actually takes place in the 80s. Yeah. Then you can actually connect the Joker, but you have to accept that origin. Or you could be really method with it, like the Joker doesn't have an origin and he inspires other Jokers. So there's really no... Everyone's accepted, basically. I see what you're going. Okay. I was really excited when Affleck was chosen, and they really put those Easter eggs in about you saw the Robin suit. There's just mm-hmm. history, 
I couldn't wait to see that like actually played out. Bring in Nightwing. Not not like you have to go back into the past, but you could easily make Affleck look ten years younger and do that. Yeah. But if he had a solo film, which word was he had all the villains in it. It was like Arkham. He lands in Arkham, but you could see an old Nightwing coming by, and they're just kind of referring to the past Robin who passed away and eventually get there but that's sadly it's probably not going to happen now with the whole robert right. pattinson one they're kind of just starting be, over again yeah that would be weird mm-hmm. to bring him on so now you have two batmans and i i don't know it's very strange i definitely want to see this i just have mixed feelings about it wrong i just feel like a wrong time maybe to do yeah this. don't you want to sit in those board meetings and i don't know just, like, just to try to understand what they're thinking and where they want to go and who like I well that was, like what, this was difficult about like jeff john yeah. was brought in to make things better but i think he still had to clean up what the previous person did and so obviously that wasn't successful there's and no then, way they gave him the control he right. should have had they should uh, there they should isn't give him like one credit to something shitty because he's got a course correct yeah and then wonder woman he had part of but by that time i think he was taken out but he had something to do with Wonder Woman, and that was success. everything he touches comics wise is mm-hmm. gold, literal yeah. gold. Right. And so, and knowing him like I do, there's no way, you know, he's not gonna do it the right way. Yeah. Unless he's got some sort of outside influence that's inhibiting that. Yeah, that's you just know, that's what how sucks. Is like you, your time to shine is very brief, and if it's not successful, you're gone. And then that next person has to pick up the pieces. Mm-hmm. Unless you wait years and then you yeah. can just start fresh. But right now they want to keep going. And this whole Joker thing, I think they got interested because big names were interested in, in becoming a part of it. Like Robert De Niro wanted to be in it. Scorsese, I think originally might have directed it. De Niro actually looks like he's in top form again. Yeah, he kinda, good. To me, I love De Niro, but it seems like he's phoned it in for a while now. And it's just, he's getting up there. It used to mean something like when he was in a film. Now it's just kind of like... He takes on smaller pieces and, and odd pieces. And they're and kind of all the same type of character. You know, it doesn't seem you ever to be see Ronin? Strange. I love Ronin. Yeah. Those car chases were amazing. And they still, I'm sure, hold up. It's one of my favorite De Niro films. Yeah. Gone 60 Seconds came out, the mm-hmm. remake. People were like, these car scenes are amazing. I'm like, no, you got to see Ronin. Yeah. And I like, I sat my dad down. I showed him every car chase scene. It was just yeah. insane. Cool. Yeah. That was a good movie. That's something to definitely check out. I think you can see it for free on... Um, YouTube right now. YouTube films. I have it on VHS. Hell yeah. Track that fucker. No. That's how old I am. <laughs> it's all blurry. It's all. I don't even have a VHS player anymore. Oh, you don't? I got a few. I think Claire does in her room. But, They're coming back. Um, it's going to be like records. They're coming back. <laughs> if you want to buy a VHS yeah, right now, it's like, it's very expensive. It's like $200, I think, to go online and find one. Because they're just they don't make rare. Them. So you get like shitty quality video that you yeah. pay a lot of money for. So that's how it was. Moving on, Terminator, Dark Fate. Megan is super excited about this one. Take what do you away. think, Megan? I agree. I agree. <laughs> she is excited. Yep. They've had what three attempts to move this Terminator franchise yeah. forward and they just kind of keep stalling. I'll still believe it when I see it. Now that said, I am excited for it. I mean, Bringing back, um, you know, Linda Hamilton. Yeah, Sarah Connor. Yeah, I mean, uh, there's a lot there's a lot to initially like about the film. And, sure. you know, it, I can't remember which trailer it was, but it looked very T2. And, you know, are we rewriting that? But 
I'm hoping it goes a little bit more original. I hope so. Um, yeah. But no, I, uh, I'm i excited for this. I, I'll definitely see it in the theater. But I don't know. They've really... You get past Terminator 2 and it's... 3 is terrible. Yeah. It's a rehash of 2. And they just basically like... I swear. It's like, okay, T2, he comes to a biker's bar. T3 comes to a gay bar. Right. Which one had Chris Worthington? Oh, you're talking about Sam? Sam Worthington. That was Salvation. Everyone's named Chris, it seems like. (laughs) Sam Worthington, Salvation. I enjoyed that one. Yeah, for what it was. I did too. Um, Bale. I mean, he was hot off of Dark Knight. That was probably my favorite one since T2. Yeah. You know, but again, it also wasn't one where I was like, I wasn't blown away. It had some cool moments. But I enjoyed it. Yeah. You know, and, and the others, I was like, well, there's a couple cool moments. But by and large, I just don't like this film. Genesis uh, was... When I first saw Genesis, I did get the T2 vibe from it. Yeah. Because it just felt like it was it was an experience. But yeah, it does not hold up too well. And they totally erased everything they did. So yeah. definitely screwed that up a lot. But yeah, this Oops. new one, I didn't realize how much I missed Sarah Connor. Especially Linda Hamilton and Sarah Connor. Yeah. You know, she's just... She's back. She's all gritty. And, she's awesome. And there's some good, like lines in this one already just in the preview but you know the whole talk talk fast and you got the Mackenzie phillips altered human Mm -hmm. which you know that's what sucks about uh these other attempts at terminator because they always have to one-up you know the last terminator yeah this altered human we kind of already got that with sam worthington this t1000 uh like looking thing kind of looks very similar to what we've gotten already but they're erasing those so right Except we can't erase those from our minds. We've seen them. But I think they're taking kind of like what worked was kind of clever. And they're putting it into this. Uh, The whole altered human, I think, is interesting. It's like Kyle Reese, but he had powers, Mm -hmm. you know, a little bit. He was more strong. He could withstand getting hit and all that. But, yeah, Mackenzie Phillips, you know, uh, she was in Blade Runner 2049. Pretty good actress. She didn't have Mm -hmm. many lines in that Blade Runner. But this one looks pretty damn good. looks like she's really um, on the same levels on the Hamilton acting-wise, you know? It's, yeah. It's not like she's just a pretty face or whatever. Right. But I like how Linda Hamilton explained, like, uh, August 29th, 1997, Judgment Day, they stopped it. The depiction of what it would have been and the Terminators rising out of the ocean, mm-hmm. like, that was awesome. Yeah. That skull on the ground. I like that a lot. But then... It jumps to scenes where it's kind of gritty and the CG looks a little sluggish. Right. I kind of like that crisp look they set up in the first two Terminators of the future. Yeah. Obviously, I know they want to make it all. And that's kind of what I didn't like about Salvation is some of the choices to alter the looks. I I was like, let's just keep it the way it was. Cameron is producing these now. So So it'll be interesting to see. I think it's as close as we'll get to success. But I know they want to do more. I don't know where they could go. Looks like we have a new Sarah Connor-like character who's yeah. being protected. Yeah, I mean, I, I just I feel like they're retreading a lot. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm I'm just in that believe it till I see it mode. Yeah, I'm excited to see it, but I also don't. I'm not expecting to be blown away. Yeah, I agree. You know, there's just it's a lot of a rehash, and like you said, it's like a mix mishmash of things that worked prior. Mm-hmm. Try and make it all into one thing. You got old T800 in a cabin. Yeah, Arnold looks pretty cool. Yeah, but I'm like. How did this happen? Tell me he's not the T2 Terminator. That's not possible. Arnold right. can't be in movies and be a political junkie. It doesn't work. He's not anymore. Oh. See, that tells you how disconnected I am. He's out of it. He's out of it now. <laughs> I like how she tells him, like, after this is over, I'm going to kill you. 
So we'll see if that actually happens. But yeah. He's like, like, I understand. I know that he was supposed to be like the inspiration of the looks of the 800s. Yeah. But it appears he is a Terminator as well. Cash grab. Ka-ching. Mm-hmm. Well, he yeah, was I'm in the last one. Ka-ching. That was a good one, actually. That's his own sound effect. What's your thoughts on the new Terminator? Uh, Gabriel Luna, he plays him. He was in, he was Ghost Rider in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which he yeah. did a pretty good job. But what are your thoughts on the whole new, it can morph into two and all this shit? After T-1000, it's like you really can't top that to me. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's cool, but it just kind of seems far-fetched. That's just it. That's why it's, I don't know. I'm excited to see the movie. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be great. You don't think so? I think it's got the best shot of being... Being pretty good. November first, twenty nineteen is when it's coming out, and I know oh, Megan will the corner. be there. Yeah, yeah, she'll be there right away. I'll make sure she's there. It's been confirmed. Edward Furlong is coming back. I don't know if that's going to be good or bad. He last I knew he wasn't looking too good. Is it a work release situation? <laughs> it's community service. Yeah, he gets coffee it's probation, on set. right? He's yeah, got an ankle monitor. But you don't see John Connor, so I'm almost thinking like maybe he's killed off. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, that's true. Are they actually like playing to real life with him? I don't know. Have you uh, seen any of the Terminator films? No. So what? I'm going to go see Terminator. You're going to see all the bad boys. Okay. And Fast and Furious. I'm working my way through that. I think I told you guys that, that I was working way, my way through the Fast and Furious series. I'm trying to watch them in order. Because the way that they came out. Why are they furious? Not, they're not. Well, I don't know. The first one is Point Break knockoff with cars. Then after that, they... Go into the room. I mean, I get the fast. Thing. I mean, it's a car-driven yeah. type situation. But you do. There is a certain order that you can watch them in. Yeah, it's not the order they came out. Right. Yeah, because it won't make sense how they course correct. I've seen the first one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I actually own the first one. When they go to Warp Speed. On DVD. <laughs> Special features. Mm-hmm. You like when they go to Warp Speed on streets? <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> they really do. Like the dialogue they're going so happen. fucking fast it's it's no. hilarious like you couldn't go that fast i'm not a fan of fart cars <laughs> or lawnmower realize that that was a term and <laughs> you just confirmed it for me because the term farty to me is hilarious because i'm immature but i hear a lot of car enthusiasts say oh that sounds farty yeah what is that it doesn't growl <laughs> it doesn't rumble <laughs> yeah understand. it farts mm-hmm. or it sounds like someone's mowing lawn right it's like oh yeah when these tough guys in their little jacked up supras you know start taking their they're revving it up and they take off and it sounds <laughs> you know like a fart <laughs> it's like that doesn't impress me at all now every time i hear that i'm gonna laugh. badass yeah there goes a bad And I actually said that to a kid once, too. I'm like, because he was like revving it up and stuff. And, you know, I'm like, huh, got a fart car. <laughs> he just looks at me like. <coughs> he had no idea what to say, which was funny, but I. I wouldn't either. Yeah. Now I know. Now I'm in the end. That's, yeah. so, that's so funny. And they pay a lot of money for that to sound yeah. that way. And... and it sounds horrible. I'll just stick to my Toyota. Yeah. It's like, oh, your car's got gas. You have a nice little little car out there. It's not little. No, but it's a nice car. That's not a knife. Yeah. Megan can speak from experience. She has been a crash test. <laughs> she is a crash <laughs> test dummy, isn't she? With a... I just realized, like, I don't want to say that part. <laughs> I don't mean it, but crash tester. Yeah. Yeah. Real life. They're probably actually taking that. I should have paid you and for that. Giving it to Toyota and being like, look, this is what happened. And she walked away. Yeah. And so now they know. 
Right. It'd be on a commercial. Crash tested. Yes. Five stars. Right. Five stars. <laughs> Rate your experience. Yeah, they're not going to say she's been sore for like two months now straight. You know? No, no, no. Yeah. Not in the press anyway. Right. I didn't have life-threatening injuries. Just, That's true. Just... They just prop her up at the news conferences and they're like, all right. Yeah. Go back to your cot. Go back to my cot. <laughs> Re-chloroform her. <laughs> So comic news, you got some comics for us. Just, right? you know, yeah, nothing big. Just a couple recommendations. The Green Lantern, uh, Grant Morrison's Hal Jordan story. That's some of the trippiest sci-fi comics you'll ever read in your life. Really? Uh, highly recommended. Pretty good stuff. Blade Runner 2019. Excellent. The artwork is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, Whoa. it's just, yeah, and it focuses on a female Blade Runner. Oh, um, cool. And so it's it's before obviously it's 2019. Not it's two years after the original, right? I think so, the original yeah. sentence 2017, wasn't it? Something like that. Yeah, but it's really really pretty sweet. Nice. Um, yeah. So it's got a lot of good. Yeah. So you can um, like advance the panel. Oh. Is this the Comicsology app? Yeah. So it's pretty good. Um, another uh, Fantastic Four is cruising along. Just an excellent fun comic. But again, I'm biased. I mean, it might be terrible to most people. I enjoy it immensely. And then in comic news, a popular character was killed off last week. Spoiler alert. uh, Nightcrawler was incinerated. What? Um, Yeah. And and Wolverine was kind of left to die with him. Damn. Um, So we'll see how that works out. But um, he'll be back. I mean, everyone. I mean, no one dies in comics, right? But it it was a pretty gut-wrenching. Way to go out. Damn. You know, it, it was causing a lot of uh, a lot of buzz. Shit. Um, and then at some point next year, there's going to be a black Batman. Yes, I did read that about was, that. Uh, yeah. So that's causing racists everywhere to come out of the woodwork. Well, do we know if he's going to be a Bruce Wayne or is he like a different... Uh, I believe it's a different character. Different different Earth or just like a... No, I, I think new... it's in the prime Earth, but it's, okay. um, it's a, just a different character. Right. Um, a lot of people are pointing at the character Batwing, who's African-American. Oh, okay. Um, so who knows? Right. But I mean, again, everybody's, it's just fun watching people get, I know, show their true colors a little bit when, when things like this happen. I know. I, you know, to be fair, like with the whole James Bond thing, they have, um, a new double seven who's female, which Mm -hmm. is fine. My concern was, like, going forward, are they going to make James Bond female? Like, that doesn't really... That's not the character, you know? Right. But there's some things I can accept. It's weird. Like, I can't explain it. But, like, you know, when, like, elementary on CBS, you know, Sherlock Holmes, you yeah. have uh, Lucy Liu playing a female Watson. Uh, the new Magnum P.I., you have a female Higgins. Yeah. And anymore, I'm just like, fuck it. You know? It, as long as it's good. Yeah. Written good, screw it. Like, the new care. Magnum P.I. is amazing. Yeah. It's like I don't I don't care. Just just yeah. make it good, making me entertained and don't make it, you know, stupid and cheesy. Yeah, like, just don't make it stupid. Like I don't care. It's refreshing. I'm I'm all in. I don't give a shit. Like yeah. just entertain me. That's what right. I want. Exactly. Just entertain me. So yeah, the whole black Batman, like I thought of that a long time ago. Yeah. I called DC, they didn't return my call, but <laughs> No, I, I'm all for that. Who, who cares? Uh God, can you manage like Idris Elba? I know everyone goes yeah. to Idris Elba for everything, right. but I don't know. That dude just needs to get his. Well, he's got he's day. got a presence, you know. So I yeah. mean, he's obviously going to be a name that's always thrown out there. And he was in that new uh, Fast and Furious spinoff, which I didn't see Hobbs and Shaw, but uh, he's he's destined to have a big part. But sadly, he is getting. I think he's getting close to sixty, so mm. which is fine. But I'm saying, you know how it is. They yeah. want youthful people to be heroes right. and shit. But yeah, 
could totally see him as Bond and definitely a black Batman. Who cares? Like, right. Fucking play around with it. You yeah. Know? I don't know. I just come to that realization. Like, why do I care? Like, yeah. I accept this. Why can't I just accept that? It's fine. I don't give a shit. Yeah. I mean, you still. I'm not saying it has to be changed. You're but... still able to pay your bills. You get up right. every morning. The sun has not, you know, left right. the solar system. Right. I think Scarlett Johansson would make a great Batman. You know? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> no, but yeah, it's. Yeah. Play around with it. Just. Yeah. All I care in the end is just good material. Don't make me feel like I wasted my time. Just make it good. Yeah. Make it count. Yeah. yeah. There's a there's a lot of good stuff out there right now. Um, the DC Universe app just got a lot more comics too, right? A ton. Yeah. I am finally happy now with the DC Universe app. They heard app. your complaints. I guess so, right? I was whining like I used to. Look at the lighting effects. Yeah, I was reading it, but then I felt like I had to stop. But yes, it's really good. Oh, I mean, it's just cool. Yeah, I mean, the uh, they've really nailed the artwork on, on, on Blade Runner 2019, but... Yeah, yeah, you know, the whole world is app. awesome. It, it really is. I mean, it's it's very interesting, and um, it's like the twenty forty nine movie. It was beautiful. Like yeah. it's an art piece, and yeah, you could yeah. say the plot's pretty simple, but it's really cool, and it really utilizes. I that feel like universe. I'm watching a movie, like, and it's like the theatrical version of a museum. Yeah, you yeah, know, it's just art. It's like an expensive shot. fan film from the, of the first. one. It's unreal, and they just honor the technology. All I enjoyed that stuff. it immensely. I have it on my iPad. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, I watch it off and on. So, I want to remain married. So I haven't bought physical comics. I think that's a good. Excuse. I bought Action Comics one thousand <laughs> and Detective Comics one thousand. Yeah, you know, physical mm-hmm. just because they're big issues, you know, and mm-hmm. yeah, be fun to save. And I've already got. Almost twenty thousand comics. Well, if you ever want a physical, you just hit print. <laughs> right, exactly. Well, and the nice thing about this is, you know, if I get a new, if this, I run over this on accident, get a new iPad, I just log into my Comicsology account, everything's there. Right. I just have to re-download it, and that doesn't take long. So. Sure, sure. If your house burns. Oh God, forbid my house burns. Yeah. Wait, wait. Are you planning something? No, I'm just saying. Pretty <laughs> stealthy today. She's got the sunglasses and everything. And he instantly is going to think, I don't even know where you live. She's got a hoodie on. She's all ready. Well, let's get into recommendations. Who wants to start? Mindhunter. Okay. I was going to second that as well, because what I'm watching currently right now is not for the masses, but Mindhunter. This is a Netflix show that's just wrapped season two, right? It's Yeah, season two is out, and um, I've got, I think, three three issues, three episodes left of uh, season two. Season two introduces Charles Manson. Uh, season one and two really has an exterior focus on the BTK killer from Kansas. BTK stands for Blind Torture Kill. And this guy was um, a very normal church-going type guy in Kansas. Oh, my God. And he wasn't apprehended, I believe, until 2005. Is wow. This is the second season that you're talking about? First and second. So, um, Towards in the-, the end, though? Do you know, well, in, in season one, you know the part where usually when they open up the show and they show some guy mm-hmm. randomly and it doesn't really have anything to do with the story? Yeah. That's the BTK killer. Is he the one who wears the glasses? And, yes. Okay. Um, yeah. Yep. Him. So they'll be showing him kind of throughout? Yes. And they still do that in season well, two. Well, now I know that he's that. I didn't know that he was that. I thought, god damn it. He brings him sandwiches. Well, let's set it up for people who haven't seen it. It's okay. What is this show about exactly? It's about... So it's about the establishment of the Behavioral Sciences Unit in the FBI back in the 70s. And so these are the people that coined the term serial killer. Oh, okay. Because that wasn't even a term. And so they're they're putting, you know, science uh, around what the criminals, you know, what, what, 
what makes a serial killer tick? You know, so they they conduct interviews with notorious killers. You know, sure. so you have Charles Manson in season two, Ed Kemper, the co-ed killer in season one and two, David Berkowitz, the son of Sam. Okay, yep, uh, and and so. And they talk to multiple people. Um, and so during the course of that, you know, they get to kind of explore what makes their mind tick, you know, and what what, make, what brings them, A, to that point, what took them there. This is exploring the idea that at one point in time, both the FBI and your local law enforcement were under the um, education that they chose to be that way. Mm-hmm. Not that maybe they were born right. with some sort yeah. of psychological abnormality. And so it wasn't or their environment didn't impact them. Right. That they chose like that. Like their parents, their so upbringing. It's, it's getting the FBI to accept that we need to be looking at this a new way. And then There's psychology that, behind yeah, it. Yeah, taking that and then teaching that to everybody. Yeah. Right. I listen to like a lot of murder podcasts and yeah. there's one big thing that's really shocking to me, but anyone who's had head trauma, usually they're a different person after that. And yeah. a lot of killers have had head trauma yeah. in their young lives. That's I think in the crazy. first season, and I'm not all the way through it yet, but a lot of these killers had, I'm going to refer to as mommy issues. Yeah. yeah. That's a very recurring theme. Really? Yeah. Wow. Ed Kemper was a co-ed killer, and so he would basically, you know, strangle and kill co-eds. He would have sex with them after they were dead, and oh. then he would decapitate them, and then he would have sex with their skulls. Jesus. Um, he is like 6'9". He's a very large guy. He is easily the creepiest yet most interesting part of the entire show. They show a video side-by-side of Mindhunter, the guy that plays Ed Kemper, and um, the interview, and the real Ed Kemper and his interviews. It's uncanny. It's creepy. Really? I mean, the guy... So, the guy... Hats off to the guy who plays him Mm -hmm. in Mindhunter because he completely nails it. The syntax, the the, the tonality in his voice, all this stuff is the same. And um, it, it makes for unreal viewing i mean jennifer and i are again i think like episode six or seven now there's only 10 nine or ten in the season and so we start watching it and all of a sudden here's the credits (laughs) and it feels like it's three minutes yeah it's been 45 wow and it just fly is so bit it's it's the most bingeable show (laughs) that i've ever seen but it's a i can't i can't recommend this one enough do they ever put anything after the show's over like in 20 whatever like the future like, they don't do any sort of uh, informational disclaimers or anything like that they might they might get back to that i character. don't know how many times i they'll they'll like mention maybe a, a killer who isn't like maybe a primary focus just maybe in passing mm-hmm. yeah. i don't know how many times i've paused it and i've googled is that a real thing yeah, yeah. <laughs> it always I've, is i've done that too it always is you know and so the show when it comes to the killers is based solely basically on fact. Wow. When it comes to the actual characters, of the FBI themselves, they're composites of a couple different real people. Right. You know, so those characters may not have actually existed themselves, but they did have real life counterparts that, you know, they took inspiration from. Is the main focus on two FBI characters? Yes. So in real life, there was probably multiple FBI agents interviewing these people and they just kind of like 
put them into two people. Well, they had uh, basically a, a, just a small team at first, just like they do here. Okay, sure. But um, like Bill Tinch, I think he's based modeled off of two people. But again, I mean, it's just it's a it's smart. The writing is smart. Sure. Even for the part where you're introducing characters aren't necessarily the, the real lo- people. Yeah, the logistics of how they do that sometimes kind of seems out of order, but it it's it's the right way yeah. to, to do that. Wow. And I, I don't know. I haven't read enough about it to, to see if that show is getting the credit it deserves. I think it is. It is. Think it's been pretty well received. Yeah, yeah. It's very well. Is there a season three coming for sure? I don't know. Um, I mean, I think it's a little early mm-hmm. um, since season two just came just out. Just came out. But yeah. I, I got to tell you, it if not, that's going to be very sad for me. Because <laughs> it's just so good. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. it's quality. Yeah. It's high quality. Unless they make movies instead or something. Yeah, you know what? I'd keep it on Netflix because then you get more. <laughs> yeah. It's very fascinating, all that stuff. And uh, I don't know if you've ever seen uh, Zodiac, the movie Zodiac. Mm-mm. I didn't know they never caught him. So I, I was just waiting like, oh, yeah, they're going to catch yeah. him every time. And then the, they flashed that caption at the end. He, he was never caught. I was just like, what? They, <laughs> but they also... I think alluded to, and maybe I had read something that they have a pretty good idea of yeah of who it was. And I think they had, and he's dead now. Okay, so um, yeah. just terrifying though. Just yeah. you want them caught. They just couldn't. <laughs> That's how it's entertaining. They couldn't. They're not out there anymore. Yeah, pin it on him. Right, but they were very confident that's right. what it was. And then I think once he died, I think they said something about because he had. I think he had stopped killing. But something about phone calls being made or something like that. Like he was make, still making phone calls. Wow. And once this individual died, that stopped. Really? Yeah, I'll have to go back and research that because I don't remember. I just remember there was something that he was doing that after the person that they thought did it died, that quit. Yeah. Netflix, Mindhunter, it is worth every last second. I recommend Swamp Thing. And I know I've said right. this a lot. I really like the show. And of course, right when it was launched, it was canceled. So... So bizarre. Don't get too attached. I don't know. Well, it, what's bizarre is they haven't really... I don't think they've you know, said this is the reason. Right. It's all like rumors. So supposedly they're supposed to get this big grant or funding or whatever. And they built their set down in Atlanta, I'm guessing. Maybe yeah. I'm wrong. But it just seemed like a show you could easily relocate elsewhere. But it's uh, produced very well. The writing's great. Good cast. Yeah, I've heard nothing but good things. And then when you hear it's canceled... You know, before it's really even out out there, this is dumb. Well, and I think that was bad timing to announce that because some people aren't going to see it now because they're probably assuming it's terrible or they don't want to get attached. Right. And but overall, it's like a ten hour Swamp Thing movie. You yeah. could say uh, it does wrap up pretty well, but it also opens up things to come, and I want to see those things yeah. really bad. There was talk that it was supposed to uh, set up Justice League Dark. Mm. which sucks because that would have been great yeah. and that's moving forward and expanding right i think it's something they could revisit in a couple of years again just maybe pick up where they left off hopefully i don't think the characters would age too too much or do the justice league dark and bring the swamp thing in because right it, the designs everything was just fantastic it was actual suit the guy wore with some cg elements with the red eyes i think it looked great it just Great effects, a lot of language. The DC Universe shows definitely are hard R's, pretty yeah. much. At least with language, they are. Titans, check out Titans. That's that's a good show. 
didn't like how they ended the season. I guess there was one more episode they didn't air. So it just kind of was um, odd. Clunky. Yeah. And did you finish Titans? No. No, you didn't. Season two, I started watching. See, I was waiting for season two to come out for me to finish season one because I hate waiting. Yeah. So <laughs> this always... does season two's yeah. first episode. I think is a. I think it's pieces of the episode they didn't show, but it's also them moving on to a new yeah. season. So I think now would be a good time to just watch Start all that and through, season yeah. two, episode one, and you're good. I'm trying to get back into Doom Patrol. I just got sidetracked, but that's a good show. It's very comedic. Brendan Fraser's back. My um, daughter talks about Doom, Doom what? Patrol. What? The yeah. live action show? I don't, did they have an animated version of the Doom Patrol? I think okay, so. so then she's seen that, so. Yeah, because live action's got, like, language and nudity, unless you're like, whatever, kid. No, I think Peace there must love. be, because she's mentioned that before, so there must be some sort of animated child version of that. There probably is, yeah. That's all I pretty much have for the show. Yeah. You guys good? Yeah. Good. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll be back. I'm Josh. I'm Steve. I'm Megan. Take care.